Hey everybody and welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host Dan Jason. It is great for you to join us today on the EF3 Life platform. We're moving, we're grooving, it's going into the last quarter of the new year and certainly we're gathering all of the things that we've been building momentum on in order to get into 2024 in a great manner. But we're not there yet. There's been so much that has been happening and I'm so grateful to join you on video now on the EF3 Life platform, the Life to the Fullest podcast. After season four has concluded, I plan on doing video for all of our podcasts from here on out to make it more personalized and to enjoy the journey with you through it all. I wanna thank all of our great listeners out there. The, the list continues to grow. We're now in over 27 different countries in all 50 United States. States and territories are included on this podcast and listened to on a regular basis. Tremendous growth, great blessings, and it couldn't happen without you tuning in and sharing it with other people. Make sure you get over to ef3life.com and check out all the many more episodes, great resources like my best-selling books, Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents, The Saint Next Door, as well as Fire Burning Within. Recently, I was on a tremendous mission trip in Mexico City. I've now been a little bit less than a half dozen times, and the group that went with us, uh, shout out to Father Declan, Casey Carlson from St. John the Evangelist Parish, as well as Bishop Ed Scharfenberger, who joined us in Mexico City as well, my third trip with him there, and a number of other people from around the country. It was a beautiful time with those who were living on the streets, visiting the city dump. Uh, we lived and worked with the sisters in the convent, and we also were able to go to Our Lady of Guadalupe, the Basilica there, and all of this happened with Craig Joring and Hope of the Poor. And I wanted to talk about mission today because whether it was you know visiting the orphanage when we were there or just encountering other people, it really lends to the fact that during this time, the next few months, it's really a great opportunity for us to all reflect upon our lives and also to value relationship as well as presence. Oftentimes we get caught in the midst of the busyness and the rat race of our schedule, and it can become very difficult for us to take some time and quiet our minds and our hearts. Certainly going and leading into 2024 as we prepare for what is to come, it's important to reflect and look back. And I like to do this on my birthday, which actually happens to be during this month, and to take a glance back over the last 365 or so days, but then to prepare for what is to come next. And one of the key themes that I've seen here and all the goals that I had established in my own life, my personal journey, in order to become better, in order to grow, in order to become you know, a greater version of myself, we're always changing. Okay, we're going to hopefully be improving. We're going to um, you know, have these new goals and set higher standards for our life so that way we can do more, we can be more, and we can truly live the life that we desire, a life full, right? I came so they might have life and have it more abundantly. It's about life to the fullest because oftentimes we'll get caught in the weeds of life and the busyness of our daily schedules and we forget to take time and set time aside for the small moments that actually can move us in a great manner. 
And what I've seen and recognized through all the themes of this past year, from the goal setting that I established a year ago, all the way through the things that have happened recently and the encounters that I had in Mexico City, was relationship is at the heart of it all. Relationship with God and our faith and our journey and our spirituality. Relationship with those in our homes, our family, and our closest friends. And certainly encounters with other people. And the only way that you can encounter and build relationship is by being present. Our greatest gift, our greatest present, can be our presence with others. And in this day and age where technology is rapidly available and helps us in so many ways, even with AI and the new developments, it's crucial for us to slow down a little bit, to put down our phone, to put down the multimedia, the social media, and to take a step away from time to time. And that's why I really enjoy and encourage you, if you can, to go on mission, to go on a day retreat, to do something out of the ordinary and uncommon so that way you too can enjoy the beauty of life and the presence of other people. You yourself are that presence. You yourself have a gift. You come to the table with something to offer. Each of us does. And the amazing thing is, in the group of 15 or so people that we had that all flew in from different parts of the country and the world, rather, and we're there, we're living at the convent with the Sisters of the Immaculate Conception here in Mexico City, and we're able to, you know, have simple meals. We establish a set routine of prayer, having daily mass, and then going out into the, the city, into the city dump, to the orphanage, and taking a journey up and through Tepeyac Hill, a pilgrimage rather. It was beautiful because there were so many encounters that had been waiting for us. If you don't take the time to set aside, and you don't unplug or reset yourself, you will never experience the beauty of life in the manner that God has prepared for you. And as you know, this podcast is a faith-based podcast. We will also talk very much in depth about finances and being fiscally responsible in order to create the life that you truly desire. Uh, we will discuss education and the power of continuing to grow and to learn, to become somebody that can not only utilize and obtain that knowledge, but also give it and to share it with other people generously. And then athletics. I'm somebody who really enjoys fitness and it's something that's super important in my life to have that healthy and active lifestyle. Why? Because then we're living it fully and abundantly and we're inviting other people in and we're meeting them where they are. And that's what encounters are all about. That's what being present is all about. It helps us to truly be who we are, where we are. The great Marv Levy, Buffalo Bills coached during their Super Bowl era. They went to four straight Super Bowls. Although they did not win one of them, Marv Levy still said, there is no greater place that I'd rather be than right here, right now. That is something that I want you to think about for a few minutes. Because if you are truly firmly planted right where you are, if you are ready to not only bloom, but also to allow life to teach you, to allow the courses of your life and your circumstances to kind of marinate. And most of all, with the encounters, with the friendships, with the loving relationships, with the experiences that you are creating, you're making it happen. And this takes place on the day in and day out basis. Certainly, you do not need to fly halfway across the world to have an experience or an encounter with somebody that could be profound 
or that you can learn something or someone can teach you or you could be the teacher and help somebody else out. You can aid them in their journey. It could even be a neighbor. It can be something as simple as, wow, you're seeing your neighbor raking their leaves during this fall season and you stop and you ask them how they're doing and you listen to them. And that is something that I, I learned many years ago. I would say most importantly, and something that has continued to carry on in my life is that in these encounters, one of the things that we have to learn to do is to do just that, is to listen. So oftentimes we're so caught up in thinking about what we want to say and what the next response will be, and we don't really cater to the fact that this person is telling us something that is meaningful to them, that they want to be heard. And that is a human existence, that is a human um, desire, and that is our responsibility as men and women to embrace somebody, to fully try to understand them, and to walk in their shoes. Now, we know that during this time and era in our history, there has been so much tumultuous happenings. There have been so many polarizing, differentiating um, factors and, and experiences and things happening in the world where people are saying and doing things that are really offensive and hurting to other people. And there's this concrete divide, obviously, um, in our country when it comes to politics as well. We're not going to get into all of that. But my point here is to share with you that, yes, everybody does have an opinion. They're entitled to that opinion. Whether you believe that they are right or wrong, you believe that that is the truth or not. If you, um, you know, agree with them or you don't, it's important for us to listen and then to share in a respectable manner how we feel about that as well. Now, the coolest thing about travel and mission is that you're going to encounter so many people from so many different walks of life. I think about this last mission in Mexico City of the group of 15 people and the age range was vast. You know, the youngest member of the group was probably in their lower 20s. The elderliest uh, member of the group was nearly 80 years old. We had everybody from certainly, you know, a middle class working person. Um, we had those who were actually uh, the poor from Mexico City who were actually in, empowered by Craig Joring and hope of the poor to work with him and to help to serve those who are poorer than they are. We even had the bishop from Albany, Ed Scharfenberger, with us. It was a tremendous group. You have people who are former college athletes and you have those who have just retired. And it was just a beautiful mixed group of people, those who are native to Mexico City, those who had lived in the Midwest and in Indiana and in Chicago, um, in the South and Virginia, and then folks from New York State. It, it, it's just an amazing thing that travel can bring people together. And when there's a common cause and we're going for a specific reason, that is a beautiful thing. Now, with that being said, when we're talking about mission, because your life has a mission, God has a plan, a purpose, a calling for you. And many times it's hard for us to understand or to figure that out. It's okay. And I believe that actually going on a mission is a great symbol of that in the course and the journey of our life. And I say that because when a college graduate, you know, enters the workforce, and even before that, when they're going off to school, this is a good example for us to remember. Many people are asking them, all right, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? What do you feel called to? What is the thing that you feel like makes you come alive, that brings you joy, happiness, excitement, makes you want to get up in the morning and, and to start out your day and to live out your life truly to the fullest capacity? 
And I remember being 18 years old and most of those who are just graduating high school and, and they're thinking, or they're seniors this year, they're even thinking, you know, I have no idea. I have no clue what I want to do for the rest of my life. You might have some slight inkling, but the fact is it's okay to not know. It's okay to show up and just to be. And that's what mission did for us in this past week. And that's what showing up can do for you in your life when you encounter other people. There doesn't always need to be this tangible thing or you don't have to be a taskmaster. There doesn't have to be you know, a 100% set out plan and agenda for every single thing and every facet of your life. Certainly planning is important. Certainly doing things with high intentionality is a key. However, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to the spontaneity and the beauty of life, often that will happen when we show up and we're just available, we're present. If you don't show up, nothing good can happen. But if you do, something radical could take place. And even if something groundbreaking doesn't occur, what will take place is the fact that you were there, that you were open, that you were responsibly um, you know, receptive to other people. And in that, a great conversation will be lent. And also you'll be able to listen and you'll be able to receive something that maybe you needed during that time. Maybe you're able to offer in that encounter. And in the past, going on mission for many people and even in my own life when I was younger, about a decade or more ago, looked differently. It was about going somewhere and doing something, building a structure or you know, taking the opportunity to um, leave something behind, to teach in a school, to do this or that. And that is all beautiful and good, certainly. And at times in our life, there are people we're going to have to help with specific tasks, with specific jobs, with things that need to get done 100%. But there are also times in our life where we show up and there isn't an agenda. There isn't any necessary thing to, that we must do, but we're just being. And in that being, it allows time and space to unfold in the manner that it needs to. And during our missions with Hope of the Poor, what has happened is when we show up on the street of Mexico City, when we show up in a park with those, and we might have food and, and, and water and books and things that we're able to give, clothing as a vehicle, as an opportunity to create this encounter with somebody else. Yes, it allows us the space to share with them that time. However, it goes far beyond all of those things. It is our very presence that is the gift to others. It is our very um, being and meeting somebody just as they are. And this is a beautiful example of what God does in our life. For those who are friends who are believers, for those who have understood that, you know, oftentimes we'll go to church, we'll go to mass, we'll, we'll have this encounter with God in the wilderness, right? Where there's no one else around. Maybe we're on a trail and we're hiking and God meets us where we are at that time in our lives. We might have done something crazy before. We might have made some vast mistakes. We might have something that we're not proud of, or there's many moments and opportunities in our life that we have grabbed life by the horns and we have accelerated. And maybe those are things that we're proud of. God is still smiling at us. He's with us and he's journeying through it all at our side. And that's the beauty of life. Okay, so when you enter into a time and a space, and you're truly present, and you are relational with somebody else, it does something to you, it hits you at the core. 
And this is at the very foundation of our humanity. It goes back to what the great Zen master, the great Phil Jackson, the uh, legendary basketball coach of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. He, he won over 10 championships in his time in the NBA. And what did he say? He said, no man is an island. No man goes his way alone. What we put into the lives of others will come back onto its own. Certainly being charitable, certainly being a cheerful giver, showing up in other people's lives, being receptive, being open. That is the one thread, the commonality that I've seen throughout the last year of my life is that when I show up, when I'm available, our greatest ability is availability. You think about Sunday, you think about watching football, all right? I'm a big sports enthusiast. If you're not available, you cannot help the team win. If you're not on the field, you're not helping yourself. And even if you're somebody who is highly motivated in terms of production, right? In, in terms of, you know, scoring touchdowns or gaining those yards, right? Well, in your own life, if you're not present, if you're not showing up in the life of other people and, and doing certain things, but really just being open and available, then the good things can come your way. But if you are, wow, radically, it changes. And it's a beautiful example that when we show up in other people's lives, anything and everything is possible. There is times and places 100% to have goals, to have dreams, to have a vision. I'm a big dreamer. I'm a big goal-oriented person. You have to, and you must write them down, and you want to work at them diligently, right? In order to achieve successes in this life, in order to be better, a year from now, you have to have set standards and raise the level of those standards in your own personal journey. But when you're enjoying a time with somebody and you're not clock watching, when you're not looking down at your phone, when you're not thinking about who you're going to text next, this or that, or even taking photos and, and videos, but you're really just there, a beautiful connection happens. It's soul-filled, right? It goes deeper. It cuts you at the core. And this is the truth of what being a human being is all about. It's all relational. And what, what does it say in Scripture? It says, you, not only are you fearfully and wonderfully made, all right, you are made in the image and likeness of God, a God who is relational, a God that wants us to be with Him, who invites us to have a relationship with Him. And this is not compartmentalized. This is not just on a Sunday morning when I go to church or I celebrate Mass. This is a relationship that spans all time, that runs throughout the course of history, that God wants to journey throughout our lives with us in every manner possible. And just so that God wants to show up in our life and us to be available to Him, He wants us to be available to other people. And it does something to us in force because I'm a true believer that over the course of the last 15 or 10, but especially in the last four or five years, that life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. There are things that you cannot explain. There has been so much heartache and heartbreak. And you see things like the city dump where over a thousand people work and many of them live there in Mexico City in these disastrous situations, circumstances that are unbearable, that are inhumane. And it frustrates me and those that were on the trip they are really disturbed by, and it moves us to action. There's also times in our life where we've been caught off guard, where life has sideswiped us, and really detrimental situations have taken place that has hurt us, and we are wounded. Well, we're going to meet wounded people along the way. We're going to encounter those who have to bear their cross, and we have to help them to carry it. 
And the only way that you could be relevant, that you could relate to somebody else is if you had gone through something. All of us have gone through something difficult in one way or another, some of us more so than others. So instead of thinking that life is happening to you, think about that it's happening for you. You are being prepared, well-equipped, well-able for the next thing that's happening down the line. And the farther and farther that you are stretched back like a bow and arrow, it's releasing you and launching you into a new destiny. It's not just about mindset. Mindset is very important. You have to look at the world through a clear lens. You have to have that perspective. That clarity is essential. You have to understand what you believe in and who you are. In order to know who you are, you have to realize whose you are. And one thing that I can say, amidst all the garbage, amidst all the uh, difficult situations, amidst those who are not able to get educated and not even having enough resources to barely survive when we're there in Mexico City, right? They were present. They still had a smile on their face, the people, because they had faith, they had love in their hearts, and they also understood that God is with them. Now, you might say to me, as someone who is skeptical about this, well, if you don't know that other things exist, or maybe that there's a better opportunity in life somewhere else, then maybe it's a more simple way of living and it's easier for somebody. It's not to compare someone's life to yours. You're running your own race. My opportunity for you here today is to understand the beauty, not only of relationship, but being open to what God presents to you in your life. Because sometimes that one small yes, going outside of your comfort zone, doing something that was uncommon, that you're not used to doing, spontaneity, right? Someone invites you and you say yes, and then you're fully present and you jump on board. Something tremendous can happen. It could be a defining moment in your life. And even if it's not, it's going to teach you, it's going to help you, it's going to aid you, and it's going to prepare you for what is to come. So throughout the course of the next couple of months, before we head into turning the clock to 2024, my hope is that you can dig deeper and be more present and available in your relationships, that you remain a little bit more open in your life to what God has, the blessings, and also the things that you might have looked before as a setback, but to now look at it as a setup that is fortifying you, that is strengthening you, that is helping you so that way you could be more well-equipped to not only go on in your own journey, but to aid someone else in the life that they are leading, to help them, to be that outstretched arm to help someone else carry their cross in life and to love, most of all to love because relationship is all about that. It's about friendship. It's about love. It's about encouragement. And it's about being one with one another. And God himself said that. Jesus said that. That that he may be one and that he may be one with us as he and the Father are one. So whether it be in Mexico City, it be going to another place, another town, in your own neighborhood, in your community, in your workplace, this week, remain a little bit more open understand and treasure as well as invest in relationship and realize that what you bring to the table and someone else brings is beautiful even if it's different even if it's something that you're not used to be open to what god has the person that's in front of you and be truly present because that could be one of life's greatest gifts if you enjoyed the episode if you are a fan of the life to the fullest podcast my hope is that you will share it with other people so that way the show can grow. All the episodes are available on ef3life.com slash 
podcast. We are live on Spotify as well as Google Podcasts, Apple, and so many more platforms. Again, check out my greatest and latest book, The Saint Next Door, and my Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents book as well as out there, and Fire Burning Within. All three of these as well as children's books are available on ef3life.com. God bless you. Keep moving and grooving. Keep being the person that you were created to be. And as always, keep living life to the fullest. God bless. Thank you.